have you ever seen a nigga like? Uh, a little strange, but I hit it right. Niggas stretching, I just stretch my ears. Snort the powder and arrest my fears. Play, play, playing dirty like I'm billing beer. I'm a bad boy filled with Biggie Spears. Is this your king? He ain't marvelous. I got hella scars. See me shaking spears. I see you and think you so appalling. I'm like pan seared. I'm so damn red. Say your name, shit. Put a hands there. Put a head here. No more fanfare. Hello, y'all. I be the chillest guy. Stepping off my throne to come and get applause. I be kicking, flipping hella bars like a black belt in hip hop or martial arts. Welcome to the fifteen hundred dollar podcast. I'm your host that does the absolute fucking most when he wins money from his friends. Mr. Alo Boot is in the motherfucking building. <sighs> I had to get that out. Sorry, I'm sorry. I see. I see. This is the Some Some Podcast. I'm your host that does the absolute fucking most. Mr. Alo Boot is in the building, and somebody's. I'm fifteen hundred dollars richer. You want to know why? Because when you bet against LeBron, it might be the worst thing you ever do. It just might be the worst thing you ever do. <laughs> I try to let niggas know, don't <clears throat> fuck with me, son. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I try to let you know, like, don't fuck with me. You know, because I, I really do this shit. I'm really, I'm really the man when it comes to this betting shit. I'm really the guy. Uh, but, you know, leave it up to everybody else. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm just talking shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, I just, I'm just talking shit. You know, you just got to love when you come in with the energy after you fucking like robbed your, your best friends of like they, I, they I, life savings. I'm a, you know hey, look, I'm <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I ain't giving no, niggas no credit. No, no, fuck them niggas, son. <laughs> hey, I hope when you niggas see this because you know who the fuck I'm talking to. You know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to you. You know, I, I yes, hey. I got your money. And guess what? I'm going to fuck it off. Last night, I rubbed $300 on my balls. You all right, man? You should probably go get checked up. It's a pandemic and shit. I'm really doing this shit. <laughs> nigga, nigga, back here like, ah, ah. <laughs> my shit is, but I'm rich, bitch. My last shit is, episode, but I'm rich. The last episode, I made it very clear that there was an ongoing bet um, that LeBron would go um, do the gentleman sweep on the Blazers and that he wouldn't uh, lose another game. And in fact, that did happen. Uh, roll footage. Sorry, Dame. It is what it is. LeBron had to do what he had to do. I'm fifteen dollars up. I'm balling with my niggas' money. Yeah, I don't know. I can't why. wait to see him. Like, I can't wait to like, you know, what I'm saying, go out and like actually like spend their money in front of them. Cause like, I'm gonna hold on to that money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know why niggas bet me, son. Like, gonna, I just don't get it. You're gonna wrap, wrap, they, like, wrap it with a band that good. says "Yo, fifteen hundred. Yeah, like, yo, 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 bread. Yo, <laughs> this is your money, nigga. Hey, yo, cop payment. Cause that's you got lost this cop money, payment, like for sure. Like, by betting no. on Melo, y'all crazy though. But hey, look, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna say nothing. But goofy as hell. I wouldn't bet on Melo. Much love to Carmelo Anthony. Uh, you know hey, but I you know who you are, Jer- Jeremy Savoy. Fuck it, I'm name dropping. I'm at niggas. Jeremy Savoy, Kyrie Davis, and Donovan Proctor. Fuck it, and Donovan still owe me money. Hey, nigga. Give me my money. <laughs> I know your rent due tomorrow. I don't give a fuck. I want my money. If your rent get paid and I don't get paid, the Godfather is coming to collect. I hey, promise look. you that shit. Hey, look. Just make sure you pay the rent, nigga. <laughs> That's all I care about. God fuck that rent. Uh, pay me my money. Uh, I got a mortgage, nigga. I got shit to pay. Shit, nigga. I got rent. Fuck you mean. <laughs> shit. Hey, so without much... 
further doing too much. This is your co-host that does the absolute least. Uh, <laughs> Howie Stacks. And if you don't give me the money, I am offing this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so don't, hey, look, don't off me because then your rent going to get paid neither. Hey, so, hey, nah, it's <laughs> something getting paid. Shit, you might be worth a couple hundred. Hell no. I'm Yo, you might be worth a couple hundred dead or alive. More than a couple hundred, goddammit. We ain't going to talk should, about have that. Have you done an appraisal yet recently? Uh, no. <laughs> This nigga ain't worth shit. I ain't even a reason to kill this nigga. It's gonna cost more to kill you than it is to fucking keep you alive. It has been an an extremely eventful week for everybody that has been paying attention to what's been going on in the world. I mean, there's just been fucking so much going on. Uh, We got so much shit to talk about and get to this week that it's like, I don't even know where to start. Uh, So I should just do it, right? Rest Um, in peace. Man, rest in peace. To our beloved, our brother, kind of forever, kind of forever. Chadwick Boseman. He was tired of that shit. I know he was, but I mean, it's like you know, it was a powerful thing for him, for him to even be a part of. When I I started to watch back the interviews of him this week, <laughs> and just like man, you know, first of all, you're shocked by it because it's like you know, this this he he was literally living a life of trying to make us better and and put us in a different light, right? You know, he was doing that while at the same time battling cancer, colon cancer, right? You know, and, and shooting all of these great movies is obviously his most notable is Black Panther, right? Uh, 42, where he did the biopic of uh, Jackie Robinson. Great movie. Um, he also did our brother, our frat brother, Mr. Thurgood Marshall. Marshall, yeah. You know, so he, he meant a lot to a lot of black people just for the roles that he chose, but not only that, for the way he 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 put the image out of our people. He specifically picked movies and, and, and did things that showed us in a better light. We can't thank somebody like that enough. Um, and now we don't even have the opportunity to even really give him his roses uh, because he's just gone too soon. So rest in peace, Chadwick. Um, it's, it's, it's hard. 2020, 2020 not fucking around, man. It's just really not like every, every time we, we mm-hmm. think we're getting a little bit better, something knocks us back down again. You know, it's like, I don't, what do we, what do we think about just, you know, I mean, how do we feel right now with, with his death and the shit that's been going on outside of, you know, that, but. Well, I mean, right now, oh shit. <laughs> this nigga just saying, we just, <laughs> <laughs> right now it's important to talk about, you know what I'm saying? Health. I think, uh, first off, uh, a lot of us didn't, well, none of us knew. No. None of us even knew he was sick. And what's crazy is people were talking about him on the internet, like, you know, oh, he's losing weight, he's doing this, he's doing that. And man, that. I, I had, I, I even was like, man, he, he, he looking kind of frail. Like he must be not eating, or maybe it was a movie role. Like I didn't know. What a lot he, of people said they thought it was a movie role. Yeah. Oh, I did speak with people that were like, I thought he was just, you know, method acting or some shit. Which is it, not far fetched, right? I mean, Fifty not, Cent did it. I mean, yeah, he, like, he did it. And what's crazy? And it was a good movie. I actually enjoyed. Oh, that you movie. watched it? I did. I was like, damn, this nigga lost all that weight for nothing because I didn't. I didn't see. I didn't see that. Shit. It came on BET. Like it was like it football. Okay. Like he was a football player and that got sick and like he like it was actually good. Like fifty. Like it was his. Early he was home, in the bed like, looking like Marlon and Lucius. Oh, yeah, 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 right. But he was. But he was. He definitely. It was a good movie. Like you know. But yeah, it was. That, okay. that, I didn't see it. That's what we. That's what I had assumed. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix, that nigga will go on a a late night show and act weird just to promote a movie. So, like, method acting is not out the norm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But 
And then they were like getting on him for like wearing like like a wig. I think he had wore like a wig to like a war show. Was that was that was that something that I had heard? Or did y'all see like he had wore like they were getting on him? Like if you scroll on Twitter, like you like if you search Chadwick Boseman and like you go back prior to obviously like it'd be hard to do it now. But like if yeah, you search Chadwick Boseman wig yeah. and like you'll see like he, I don't know if he was wearing a wig or not at the time, but it it seemed like he was. But I don't know if that was from like the colon cancer. Maybe he was doing whatever. Like he did a really good job at hiding it. Yeah. Like, and keeping it from us, you know what I'm saying? So that way, you know, he could just live a normal life, I guess. Well, normal to us. I, th- I think he was trying to, like, pad his legacy before he, he left. He probably knew. Do you think he knew he was going to die? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm going to be honest. Like, he had stage like, four cancer? Like, Yeah, well, stage four, most people don't recover from stage four uh, <clears throat> cancer. Now, I, in my experience, I have encountered some people that have went into remission after stage four. But usually stage four is too far. Like, it is what it is. They give you <clears throat> an estimated time that you're going to survive, and usually you die sooner. Man, dude. That's it's like, usually, it's like, like he knew that this whole time, and he was just gracefully. Yeah, he knew it since, I mean, okay, so he did 42 in what, 2013? Oh. It was a long time ago. But he did uh, Marshall in 17. So he, so he, his, what was his last movie in 2016? It was. He started filming Black Panther, I think, in 2016, though. Okay, so but there was something that came out in 2016. So it was like uh, um, a good four years of his movies. Like I'd say, like four or five movies. I want to say uh, from really solid to films. Yeah, yeah. He shot while he was sick, <laughs> and nobody and nobody even knew. Nobody even suspected until like a year or two ago when he started showing up real skinny. But he still had his beard and shit, so niggas wasn't thinking. Like, people was, like, frying him and shit, low-key. I mean, people were going in on him. They and were. That's they just, calling just, him a crackhead and I shit. Guess the biggest, I guess the biggest <laughs> lesson that you take from this is that you never know what somebody's going through, right? So you have to be always understanding. At the same time, somebody that's, like, fry first and, like, apologize later, mm-hmm. like, I can understand how, like, yeah, you know, everybody's a, everybody's a target. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't want to be a target, then let you, then, you know, Raise your hands. But he was willing to take all of that on the chin. Like, that makes him even more of, of, of like, a superstar and, like, a, like almost even a legend in a sense because... It's like he didn't want nobody feels, to feel sorry for him. Right. He yeah. didn't want that. Like, his thing was, like, listen, I want to make sure black excellence is always seen like that. And if I put myself in this kind of light, almost... And I'm, I'm speculating. But if, if I put myself in a light where I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm seen as, like, I, I need to be... Uh, uh, um, people need to walk around eggshells like around me or people need to feel sorry for me. I don't want that because, you know, I don't want to make any excuses. I just want to succeed and I want us to succeed. Like mm-hmm. that was his whole mentality. I watched a thing where he had like uh, gave a, con- gave a, uh, a congratulations or a, con- a contributory speech to uh, Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington, Denzel Washington paid for his acting class, paid right? for, yeah. paid for his school. Like, and didn't even That's know like him That's like a pivotal factor in his career. Which would have, like, it would have ended everything for him had he not done that. And then he had the opportunity to actually meet him. Like, Denzel Washington had said that when he went to go see Black Panther, that was the first time he had cried watching the film in forever. He had cried. Hmm. He actually shed a tear because he saw the excellence. He had, he, he made a mention on one of the interviews where Denzel had basically said it was almost like running a relay race where he was the third leg and he literally was passing the baton. He's still running the, he's still in that mode where he's actually running behind the person, but he felt he's passing the baton because he's, this younger generation is, is moving forward mm-hmm. and he feels so honored to be a part of that. And Chadwick is one of those people that actually was, he was passing the baton too. So he had a help in his career. Without Denzel, he said without Denzel, there'd be no Black Panther. 
that's a strong statement to make, you know, for uh, for for somebody who's moving up in in the trajectory that Chadwick was, and then also Denzel being the person that he is. That's extremely powerful for those two things to actually be connected the way they are. At least for me, that's my take <coughs> on that. Um, it. <laughs> 2020 is not playing fair at all um and we have to figure out a way to cope with the the loss that we that we're dealing with right now from kobe and and, and just so many loved ones from covid and and, and you know with now chadwick and, and so many other people um we we send our love we send our thoughts with you know everybody that's been affected from anything this year um 43 years old is just way too young to go from from cancer of all things. Um, but I want to touch on this and I wanted to make sure I got that out the way. Do you believe at any point in time, like, do you honestly think that with our health, concerning black people, with our health, that maybe, just maybe, him keeping it a secret could have maybe it, it, it might have done maybe more harm for him than good or maybe did he think that he already knew he was clocked out because I, no, I, I, I think he already knew he was clocked out like some people just know um like especially when it comes to cancer it's like a whole different ball game i don't think that <clears throat> at, at a certain point it's like what, what can you do like you you know your options when you get to a certain point and it's like chemo and radiation which are just as likely to make you sick and kill you so it's like you either gonna do that or just let the shit run its course. Because I know, like, I have some family members that passed from cancer, so, like, my right. granddaddy which didn't we, want we to. Which we all have, yeah. He didn't want to do that shit at all. Yeah. And then, uh. He lived, a good, he lived a lot of life, though, you know? Yeah, he did. I, and I, I think that, that was the main argument. Because, like, the younger ones in the family, we were mad. We were like, what the fucking, you know, and he's like, I don't want to put myself through that. You know what I mean? And then... Understood. <clears throat> he passed. My dad beat lung cancer. Uh, I had a friend, uh, a friend's mom beat... I don't know what it was, but run, went into remission. You know, there's a lot of people that beat it, but some people just don't. Like, my, mom, my mama didn't beat it. Man, cancer ran... They gave us six months. Cancer. She was gone in less than six months. So, like, yeah. I think he knew. Cancer ran its course with my grandma. Like, I mean, like, it, it went from... It went from lung cancer to, like, brain cancer like it just yeah. like one after another it just started boop, 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 and like it, it, it but you know i learned a lot that that's the kind of the point that i want to make is that i learned a lot from people that have had it things that you can look out for and and you know and i i, I want to try to make sure that i say this in a way where i'm not coming off ignorant or i'm not coming off like as like you know hey listen like i want to be respectful do you think that with him keeping a secret of it, right? Because I know I think this will be a talk as time goes on. Respectfully, do you think that it, w- it it was beneficial for him as to be the level that he was, as successful as he was, to keep it a secret? Because maybe that it would shed maybe some sort of awareness for people that may be battling colon cancer, or maybe some of the things that he possibly could have done, or or just putting it out in in, in the ecosphere, right? You put it out there and then maybe certain doctors potentially maybe could have helped him in a way. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he he, he was seeking all the uh, professional I, help that he could. I feel like he has enough money to the point where like that would they, matter. He, he, would find- he, 
he either didn't expect to die or he knew he was going to die because I feel like when you have a certain level of money, like finding a doctor is not an issue. Mm. So it's just like, if you know, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But I mean, you battle with colon cancer for four years and then you pass. It's like, how strong was it? in? I mean, everybody's different, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's different. But four years, though. And it, and, it, and it just almost seems like it just ravages through you. Was it, was it, do you think that potentially maybe he was in denial of it? I don't know. Was he, was he really actually handling it in the best way? Or did he just say, you know what? You know? I don't know. I would like to. Because I don't think he would just let himself clock out. I don't think so either. I I think that, like, he probably just, it, maybe he did try to treat it, but he couldn't necessarily because i mean we just talked about the movies that he did while he was sick mm-hmm. that might have been what killed him you never know because maybe he should have took a break you know what i mean that's why i think that he did know that his time was gonna be up so he was like he you know everyone has choices and he chose to like basically pad his legacy in the case that he might not be around mm-hmm. which i think you know, he did it for the culture. He probably most definitely did it for his family. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're taken care of from, like, royalties and all that shit. Like, whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, But, I like, there's almost no way. Now, I, I do have experience with people being in denial. I'm almost in denial. She, she may have had cancer since 2001. She passed away in 2005. She may have had cancer since 2001 and tried to literally ignore that. She didn't ignore it, but she tried to do, like, healthy... Pray it away. I'm gonna mm-hmm. do like healthy, like she had breast cancer. Uh, put like creams on it and shit, and hope the shit like goes down. But it didn't. It just went. It got bigger and bigger until people noticed that something was hanging off of her, and she's like, "Mind your business." Mm. <laughs> mm. So I know how people be. Like you mm. know what I'm saying? Like she was yeah. like, "Mind your business," and then like she started passing out, bleeding all over the place, and that's how everybody started finding out. So. It you it could be either or, right? You know, because some people just are like, I'm fine, I'm good, like they ain't, you know what I mean? Like I'm straight. What are you talking about? Like, nah, I'm here now. Like, mind your business. Like, leave me alone. This is private. Woo woo. But you know, <clears throat> it potentially could affect. But you know, as being a celebrity, I think that he thing, probably didn't want to be known for that either. Yeah, I well, he's like, I, I mean, look, I got Black Panther. I'm not trying to fucking come out and be like. I got cancer and ruined the moment. Like, you never know how someone's thinking about it. Right, you don't. And that's, you never it, know. That's what's upsetting about it, too, in a sense, because you don't, you don't plus, know what Black people Panther are going was like through. a symbol of strength for, like, especially for the kids. Like, motherfuckers was like, like, white people went crazy over Black Panther. Like, people love Black Panther. Like, mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to just, like, just, I feel like it's a blow. Like, people are hurting. Like, me, I understand it's a fact of life. Like, it is what it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? You come in, you leave. You know what I mean? Like, that's what, like, nothing's, everything's temporary. It is what it is. But, like, for younger people to process this, like, you know, they, like, oh, like, they getting that representation finally and it's still getting kind of stepped on. But it, mm-hmm. it's not, like, white people stepping on it. It's just life. You yeah. know, that's how life is. Like, I, I, I mean, you know. Without without beating it up too much, I just want to say to all of the viewers, all of the somebodies out there, you know, be very cognizant of what's going on with you and your health. Um, Black men, I, especially, man. I've been. I, we I, ignore I, that shit. I'll take it personal and I'll say that I have I have blocked or I have 
denied some things that have been going on with me health wise um, that I think that, you know, I should I should be more I should be more tentative to. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not I'm not sick or anything like that. At least I don't know I am. I don't think I am. Uh, but you never know. But when you start to get those signs of little things, I think that you should really pay attention to them. And I know that for me, when I get little signs of certain shit that I haven't been paying attention to, I think that you know I, I you know I've I've done myself a disservice by not paying attention to those things and actually getting them addressed. So now at this point, with him passing and and, and just seeing that, you know, it's going to make me even more conscious about my health and what it is that I'm doing and what I'm putting in my body. Go get checked out. Go take care of yourself. Um, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Yes. Um, and anybody else that are maybe fighting uh, colon cancer or any type of cancer at all or any sickness, uh, we we wish the best. Um, and yeah, that's 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 what we have to, we have to do that. We have to pay attention to ourselves. Uh, we know ourselves better than anybody. So please, Take care of yourself, somebody. We do not want you to end up in a situation where you don't know, you know. So that'd be that. Um, from 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 terrible to to, to almost worse news, um, we've lost another. Well, we haven't lost him. We haven't lost him. He's alive. He's alive. But another black man has been a victim to senseless uh, uh, police violence, gun violence. It's senseless. police gun violence. It's, po- it's, it's senseless police gun violence. It's police brutality. Like, bro. Like, it is. It is exactly what it is. Y'all you crazy know? as hell for not, like, in this time, the problem, Like, bro. in this time, like, you know, somebody else actually has an issue uh, with uh, uh, being shot from, with... Uh, Was it uh, Sunday? It was, like, Saturday or Sunday. This shit just happened. And, well, yeah, it's been it's been it's been a it's been about a, a week or so. It's been about a week or so. Uh, Jacob week. Blake, of I'm not sure if he's from Kenosha, Wisconsin, yeah. but he was he was shot in Kenosha, Wisconsin, seven times. Seven in the back. times. Another another video that an- we can see. Uh, yeah, another, with his kids in the car. Yeah, they're trying to say that he had a knife and a criminal past and a whole bunch of other shit to justify it. But I watched I watched the video and I and. Those of y'all that have been following us for a while, I hate watching these fucking videos. They make me sad for, like, weeks. You know what I'm saying? They just add to the shit that I already have to deal with in my own life. And I feel like that's not just me. That's almost everybody, right? Well, so, anytime somebody is hurt that looks like you, you have an, you have an it, issue with it. it you feel the way. And, he, and here's, the, here's, the, here's the kicker, right? Um, he shot seven times in the back. We don't know whether or not he was reaching for a weapon. They said he had a he knife wasn't. in the car. They said he had a gun. He didn't have a gun in the car. He for just sure. walked around the driver's side, and the dude followed him and shot him. Like, what? Like he's on the side of the, like he's getting in the car, and the officer is like coming around the door behind him and just goes like just lays into him. I did. I don't. He's paralyzed now. He was like, you know what I'm like. I don't necessarily understand where the justification is in that, but. The Kenosha police not only justified that, but they continued to justify the things that happened after that. Yeah. So th- what makes this situation even the more plot worse? Thickens. Yeah, the plot extremely thickens because now we have a situation where we have somebody that decided to take the law into their own hands 
um, a 17-year-old kid from Antioch, Illinois, which is about, I want to say, roughly about maybe an hour, about two hours from us, about maybe an hour and a half, hour 45 minutes north, from right? where we're at north, of, of where we <laughs> yeah. are right now. So he's a little bit more close to the border. Because we're extreme, we're, we're close, we're, we're rather close to Wisconsin, right? Wisconsin is nothing. Yeah, like three, you know, it, it, two and a half, three. Even that. I mean, Kenosha, Kenosha is probably about maybe two, two hours and 15 minutes from here. Okay. I would say. Yeah. Uh, where this kid... You know, when the riots and all the shit goes on, or obviously there's great, great turmoil that's going on in Wisconsin at this point, right? In Kenosha, right? They decide to, uh, this kid and his mother, come to find out, and a group of militia fucking activists, whatever the fuck you want to call them, <laughs> decide to joke. go up and fight against or, or protect. Um, protect. You know uh, uh, the businesses, or or, or you know uh, help with the riots, <laughs> or whatever the fucks in with Kenosha, Wisconsin. Like. Right, like what the fuck ever. Like you know, like this kid and his family decided to go duck hunting. That's Basically, what they decided. Yeah, that's to do. basically what it is. They went up there to fucking go ahead and see if they can get into some shit. He got into some shit. He shot fucking two people. Right, killed two people. Fucking uh, yeah, um, injured, injured, a third. In, injured a third. And you know this. The, if we can show the clip of. After not not him shooting the person, but after the fact of walking right past the police officer with his hands up saying, hey, I just shot somebody. They hear the guns going off. The police are coming in down the street and they walk right past this kid. Ignoring the threat with the big ass AR-15 hanging across his chest. Right. White kid. The same cops. These are the same cops that just uh, that basically just that saw a black man as a threat, a completely that unarmed walked, black man that walked into that walked around to his car and walked into his car and shot him seven times in the back. You walk right past this kid that has an AR-15 strapped around his chest with his hands up, saying that I just shot somebody. Protect yourself at all costs, somebody. We yes. know what's up. You know what's up. Let us be smart how we move forward. Let us in 2020 at least a little bit. At this point now, I mean 2020 is fucked, but. At this point, you know, you have to do what you can because, yeah, you have to still live. You're still alive. Unless you're ready to do yourself in, be alive and be present in the moment. With the result of what happened in Kenosha, with the result of what happened in uh, just in the world as a whole, um, the NBA boycotted this week. They yeah. walked out. They didn't play. They didn't play on Wednesday. I was uh, shocked. That was amazing. That was dope. They worked as a, they worked as a team. Not only them, the WNBA, the MLB, the MLS. They all were in conjunction together. They worked as a unit, and they all didn't play their Wednesday games um, to show um, just to show light of like the injustice and, yeah. to, and to show how the, how powerful they are. Really, how powerful they really could be to actually invoke change. Listen, the NBA has thirty owners, thirty two owners, if I'm not mistaken, right? All of those owners do more than own a basketball team. They got money. They're all billionaires. And they the all players have power. got money. They yeah, a lot of power. motherfuckers got but money the, in but, that industry. But the, but the owners have money. Yeah, they got the money, money. They got money. They signed the check. Money, money. money. So they signed they the have, checks. They got the power. They, they, are, they are pushing on them to make sure that that power is, is used in the way where, hey, listen, Milwaukee's owner, uh, Milwaukee Bucks owner got on the phone with the fucking uh, attorney general and the fucking uh, Wisconsin governor and fucking tried to make some shit happen. That's how power they had that Zoom call happen within hours. That's how powerful some of these owners are. However, that power was short lived. 
when them niggas went right back to work two days later. I mean, like, God yeah. damn, that shit was short. I mean, how the fuck can you have a boycott? And then immediately, listen, it was a lot of dissension hey, that was going on. There was so much shit that was going hey. on. LeBron James walked out of a meeting. Like, it was a lot. Y'all, hey, y'all some boss, y'all some boss for doing it, but I can't lie. You should have ended the season. That's what I thought. But I mean, at the same time, how am I going to tell a nigga to not take his money? So here's you're the, gonna tell me to quit my job. I'm gonna say fuck you. So well, I here's understand. the thing. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, because some of the, you got to think. Everybody's not LeBron James, and everybody ain't fucking uh, uh, exactly. Everybody's not young. And there's a lot of players so, that don't get paid a lot in the league. So with that being said, players decided to go back to work um, a couple of days later because they realized that hey, listen, not only do they have a, a contract, they have a collective bargaining agreement that they that they agreed to. Yeah, they, right. Yeah, it's a contract. They they, they agreed to the contract. Yeah, it's a contract. Things could be really worse for the NBA moving forward if they don't adhere to that contract. It could be very worse, and it could be worse for the players to come up to for them coming up. So they had to make a business decision. But not only that, what they don't realize is is that as a collective, they're much more powerful in that bubble having the media and talking to them every day as opposed to saying fucking end the season and going home and then being with their own platforms. Mm-hmm. They have microphones from every part, every spectrum of the world stuck in their face every day after every game. It, it, and They're extremely more powerful being there and having their voices heard as opposed to going home and, and ending the season. With that being said, now what you're saying is that mm-hmm. now they have the opportunity to speak their fucking mind every, okay. every fucking chance they get. So Which they kind of already been doing. <laughs> right. So <laughs> what do you think? I mean, with them with them not playing, they made a statement for mm-hmm. that, they, for that they game. They did make a statement, yeah. A couple days later, they play, mm-hmm. right? But the statement was still made, though, even if they come back. <laughs> it was reached. Do you think that it was reached? It was reached, right? I, I mean, I, I do think that it was reached because... Obviously, I mean, we know we're not going to change races. A lot of that. niggas thought that maybe that bet wasn't going to pop off. Shit, you know what I'm saying? So I think that it was a... Uh... My pockets did. <laughs> I think it was reached. I think the goal was reached, even though, yeah, radically, maybe you could have pushed it longer. But at the same time, as a nigga that's about my money, I can't tell you to sacrifice your money like that. But at the same time, like, you know, I understand that people are worried about uh, the players that make less of a salary and shit like that and mm-hmm. stuff like that, well, give them a million or something. Shit, I mean, I like, you know what I mean? Like, if I was a player, I'd have did that. I'd have been like, look, nah, let's go balls to the wall with this one. Well, It takes uh, years of being ingrained in bullshit to make non-logical decisions. <clears throat> right, well, I mean, at this point now, I mean, we understand what the NBA represents. We understand what yeah. the ownership of the NBA is at least attempting to try to do to make their players more safe and feel more of a, of, of a, of a cohesive environment, right? A little different than the NFL and what they present. But the biggest thing is, is that you have players that have to adhere to the rules that have been set. Yeah. They don't and really it have is a contract they that they will fully sign. The, which which they have to kind of live by. I mean, because at the end of the day, regardless or not, they boycott this season, they still got to play next year. Still got to play after that. Still got to play after that. So you have to understand that there's a dynamic, there's a power dynamic that owners have with their players. But it seems to be that the NBA have more of a concerted effort to stand along their players understand where their players are coming from stand by what the fuck is going on with the racial and social injustice that's happening in this country they seem to be more for their people as opposed to the nfl when it's like hey look them niggas are slaves on the field 
Yeah. That's what it is. Honestly, I, that's the, my issue with the NFL. It's frustrating because, like, I love some good old boys. football and basketball. Those are some good old boys. I love them, Poe. They're like, I'm not even a sports guy, but those are still my favorite sports. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, and the thing about the NFL is it just, it smells like, Racial inequality. <laughs> like this smells like uh, like goddamn sonny. Who brought the whips out? Who where's the? Le- it I, smells I, like a lynching going smell on. Smell like leather, fucking and shadow slavery. Yeah, it just, it just, <laughs> it just does. It does. It really it does. does. Like, and, the and NBA is at least trying, even if you don't think it's genuine. I believe wholeheartedly that the NBA eventually had to do the right thing. Uh, so for anybody that's blasting them or that's going off on them, fuck you. I'm $1,500. No, they're going to continue. I'm $1,500 richer today because they decided to go back. So you know I'm happy. <laughs> so, so I don't care. Say what you want, nigga. Right, listen, I benefited. You know what I'm saying? Dunk on them niggas, man. That's the peak. <laughs> Dunk on racism here then, boy. <laughs> time, for our, time for our music check-in. Um... We have a number of artists that uh, we'll be releasing relatively soon. Um, hopefully hitting the top of the charts. Uh, we're going to start it off uh, uh, NBA Youngboy um, and his album Top. Why are you so angry, sir? <laughs> this the Top. Man, it's now, here, here, angry as shit. Here's what's funny about this, right? There was a little There was a little riff. <laughs> like there was damn. a little riff that was going on yeah. because NBA Youngboy's album cover Looks like Roddy Rich's album cover, which they okay, look yeah. almost just alike. Yeah, that is Roddy Rich's yeah. album cover. Right, yeah, okay. yeah, we've seen that. Yeah, all right. Which was a great album, by the way. Roddy, you did a great job, bro. If you ever NBA see that, boy. oh hell no! Oh boy, you tweaking? Why well, I ain't never seen this shit? <laughs> look, hey, look, what? Oh hell no! This is why. I... Let me shut up. Them this that's why hurricane hitting y'all shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm fucked up. That's that's fucked up. Delete that, please. That got nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> Why you say that? Why you that just got nothing to do with anything? That has nothing I to do with nothing. I didn't mean that. Niggas is drowning right now, and you have the audacity to say that that's the reason why, because them niggas' album covers the same? You might be right. <laughs> <laughs> You just might be right. <laughs> Don't encourage me. Hey, look. Me what the Evan. fuck? Give me this Evan Williams. I'm gonna be 100 with you. And that, and that NBA young boy nigga, he look like he might slap a nigga and give him herpes. But don't you joke about the bump? The, <laughs> the bump on your rump, man. <laughs> the bump on your rump, bitch. Fucking bumps in a rump. Hey. hey. No, don't. Don't, don't listen. Hey, listen, man. So what he can is, still what, live a great life and, and have the hurt. What is what is Roddy? <laughs> what is Roddy? What, okay, no, look, I'm sorry. What is NBA Young Boy album title? Top. Top. <laughs> I sure love some top. <laughs> I sure love that album name, bro. Top. That's a That's exactly what it is named. Top. Name Top. Is they call him Little Top? Look. Shut up. I, I swear to God, there's a song called Little Top. Have little, you not heard little it? Little Top. Nigga, Top. Get the fuck out of here. Little, little, little Top. Here. Little Top. One of my favorite. It's one of my favorite NBA Young Boy songs. Little Top. They call him Top. I don't know why. I don't, no, right. he's from the top. No, because he's from the top. Like, he's from, from Baton Rouge. He's from the top. He's it's like from the bottom top. of the top. Yeah, the top of Louisiana. 
No, he's from like Baton Rouge. It's like in the middle, like look. He's from the, the top, top, like the neighborhood. The top from, of the I boot. Think, I th- no, I think he's actually the, the neighborhood is top. Call the top. Like we like like in our neighborhood, we had like down bottom and we had an up top. So like mm-hmm. you from up top, like you stayed like closer to like the fucking expressway. Like you stayed closer to the e-way. If you stayed, if you was down bottom, you stayed in like the back of the like neighborhood. I, I'm assuming that's what it's kind of like because there's a lot of neighborhoods like that. So that's my assumption. But I think that's his nickname is Top. Like I don't know if he's from the top. I don't know. Top. He may, he might be on top. She might be on top. He might like Top. I, I don't know. I mean, I like I like NBA Young Boy. He sounds good. I'm not trying to hate on him at all. And you already know, like Roddy. No, I like Roddy. You kind of a hating ass nigga though. You think I'm a hating ass nigga? You a hating ass nigga? Well, maybe. Exactly. Exactly. See, look, well, I'm, not, I'm not a hater. If anything, shit, I'll be trying to make, I'll be trying to make a case for niggas that don't deserve it. <laughs> well, uh, well, listen, I think that might be worse. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. you don't deserve it, young boy, but change your fucking album cover. No, listen, it's too late. He's already about to put it out. There's nothing you can do. So he the top. So he getting top. But why would you rich. copy that though? Oh well, sir, I don't think that. I don't. Or is Roddy Rich getting the top from him? Oh man, see, listen. You That's can, I would like them. To be on, I would like them to be on the show one day. I would like for both of them to be on the show together. But you know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody coming to see two niggas with the same album cover. So you feel me? I mean, people are gonna buy it though. I know people gonna buy it. It's gonna be niggas that ain't seen Rodney. Do you Rich think? Do you think cover. that it was by accident though, or yeah. it could have been on purpose? It could have. No, hell no. Look, nigga, and our social was. Look, I'm gonna be okay. 2020 and our social has been part of the soundtrack for 2020. Okay, I mean niggas been taking off, right? But most of us, I know I did. Start of the year, nigga January, nigga. Please excuse me, uh, uh, man. I social niggas. I was going crazy, yeah. crazy. So he did it. Took a over the forest, put the wood in the mouth. Okay, so, so, bitch. Yeah. So, uh huh. So did it on purpose. What did he say? So he said a whole purpose. bunch of shit. I, look, I'm not gonna say that you did it on purpose. But I'm going to say that that shit does look exactly the same. And it's after the other shit that was already also done on purpose. So, yeah, he did it on purpose, nigga. What the fuck? Come on, man. Herpes is real. All right. He did the herpes on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) One of my... The herpes is on purpose. That is so ignorant and fucking dumb. And I don't have time. I don't have time. (laughs) Uh, real, <laughs> real quick, uh, going down. We want to make sure that our, our somebody's understand that. Hey, listen. At this point now, within our podcasting game, that we have um, we have a concerted effort to try to make our shit pop as much as we can. Get it to the masses. Get it to our somebody's. Allow, allow people to you know uh, uh, participate in what we're trying to do and be great. Right? Please excuse me. You're trying to get to the top. We are. We just. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> we are trying to make levels to this shit happen. However, sometimes, sometimes there might be people out there in the world that want your success to be more granted to them than yourself. Um, and what am I talking about? I am talking about the new recent tiff, if you will, with Joe Budden and Spotify. Um, and we where, just got our shit on Spotify, right? Yeah, we just did. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So hopefully, eventually, we can start getting paid, and then we can get fucked out of a deal, um, like like him. Because at that point, he, now we'd be making some money. I'm gonna you know be what honest. To say you got fucked, the deal that he deal. took that he declined, we probably would have took. So Spotify hit us up. 
No, I'm just playing. I'm just saying. Oh, hey, oh, listen, Spotify. Spotify, 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 Spotify. I'm just going to say it before they start, mm-hmm. start promoting that shit. Spin up to the fat. Spin up. Spin up to the Spin up to the Cold word, you feel me? Joe Budden. Um, and, you know, Joe Budden is actually known for um, pissing off his bosses and people that actually pay him. Like Complex and Spotify. Like, he he needs to just, just have his own shit. To be honest, what they said, Joe, but, you just know, get your own shit, he wanted bro. he he always talks about how he doesn't want sponsorship or he doesn't want to have. And like every that. time they sponsor his ass, he'd be like, hey, "Yo, fuck these niggas, yeah, they ain't paying me right." So he's like, gotten fucked so many times from the industry that he doesn't want anybody to else in, in, infiltrate what he has going on. If you don't know what's going on, Spotify and Joe Budden have had this recent fallout of their uh, uh, their most uh, recent uh, renegotiation yeah. of their uh, podcast deal. They said they offered him a hefty raise. He said, fuck you. Paid way more for somebody else. Yeah. And he said that basically by the end of September, it, he don't know where the next podcast is going to be coming out on. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now. He'll have, he'll have. I'm sure he'll be fine. He'll have plentiful people. I mean, his podcast does great numbers. Um, somebody going to offer why him most do podcasts. the Spotify deal plus $1. Yeah. Somebody, <laughs> somebody, yeah. Somebody's going to fucking come to the table, whether it be maybe Apple Music is back into the game and get strong with it, right? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I mean, Spotify's definitely trying to grow on the podcast front. But that's the thing. Do we do we understand that this is still very new? Like, how it's, to, yeah, how to work this new. podcast shit is a lot different. And a lot of these big media markets are trying to run they're trying to tap in they try, but they're trying to run it like the music business like apple music and shit they're trying to run yeah, it like they the, are and the, it's not, it's not they can't do it they it's can't a, do it the same because we really have our content and our content can get out a lot a lot fast like yeah, a lot of times this and content it's more relevant out. and not not that not that it's more relevant in music but we're talking about like i'll be honest with you as, as a nigga that's involved in a podcast I'm not necessarily part of y'all market. Like, I'll watch a couple here and there, but, like, people are really out there, like, Amen. fucking listening to podcasts. I pay attention to the podcast. I don't know the fuck you're everything. talking about. I pay attention to the podcast grind. I know who's out there. I know who's fucking working and who's hustling. And I know who's fucking off and just, you know what I'm saying, doing this shit for cahoots and fun and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So at this point now, excuse me, as I surely uh, pull this cup that I'm sure <laughs> somebody's Excuse me, as I surely. <laughs> As I pull my cup, which I'm sure somebody spit in. My favorite, my favorite Dave Chappelle uh, skit, the player haters ball. I think that, and I think what it is, is I think a lot of these companies are the player haters ball. Yeah, the, 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 I'm going to be honest. Like, you know what I'm saying? Corporations are the they player don't haters. Want, they don't want us to grow in this facet no, because right now, is do you think, do you honestly think that the podcast market is becoming like the music industry or okay. are they trying to? Because I, I see that. I don't know if it's becoming like the music industry but i do notice that well one i've noticed that uh some some podcast is actually growing exponentially especially compared to howie stacks i've been doing howie stacks for almost 11 years now and in six months we've seen more growth off podcasting than i ever have off of doing music right so let that be recorded okay so this is definitely a new market that could be tapped into. So everybody's trying to get their bread out of it. So so I don't think Joe was wrong mm-hmm. for one his bread because he's like, look, nigga, I'm a motherfucking, uh, what do you call it, a uh, first adapter, whatever the fuck you call it, like the first nigga in the market. He's one of the motherfuckers that's been in there, like Joe Rogan, Joe Budden, like a bunch of niggas. They've been doing this shit for five, six years already. Now it's becoming a mainstream thing. I need no. I'm like I'm a vet in the game. Give me my, give me my paper. Now, whereas with us, we'll we'll be like shit. 
I do it for two hundred type shit. Like done. I'm not gonna do it for two hundred. But I'm just saying, like you know, when you new and you up and coming, like you'll take less. Mm-hmm. So they that's the problem with a lot of these companies is they treat people that are like vets and pay them newcomer money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But <clears throat> I do think that we're gonna see like a burst in podcasting because I feel like podcasting is a niche right now. Mm-hmm. It's a niche. Niche for sure. People will pay to see other people talk when they have something to talk about. It's crazy, and they have good con- and, and and in the way they talk about it. You see, it's not just enough to actually have a conversation; it's the way you have it. So, if you are entertaining enough to where you can actually bring the masses in and, and give them some substance, and give them something to talk about. You know what I'm saying? You might get some top. I mean, you might be able to do what it is that we do and and you know talk, I, I just I just I just want to be famous and get some top and what's crazy is I just never needed to be famous can you two pay us some top huh you said what can you two pay us some top can who you two get me some top can they pay us some top can they, I'm gonna be honest I'd rather them pay us in money what if they just sent somebody to just like every week they just pay like, this? Like, here. here's your here's your weekly hey, pay. here's your weekly top. I'm here from YouTube. It says YouTube. No, 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 no. Off to your off to your producer's house now. <laughs> and then and then we have to be like, it's four of us. <laughs> I mean, they only sent one YouTube rep. That's twenty five percent. I think I think that. Who going first? That chick that sucked off all the Phoenix Suns. Uh, yeah, she would be extremely. Selena Powell, whatever. That was Selena. That was that was her her friend. Selena Powell. Yeah, I mean they all came in. I mean we were cool, you know. I went up to come from the other nigga, and then I fucking sucked off seven NBA players. Like okay, that's gonna be some some podcast twenty twenty three. We gonna all get paid in top. Sorry, wives. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm just playing. Sorry, wives. Sorry, wives. Like. Like you too. When you when you when they pick us over Joe Budden, you know why. Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> Joe like, I'm not getting paid in time. We just gonna all sell out. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like we're gonna take a, a third of his contract and some top. Yeah. Like that's we, exactly what's going on. We're gonna be there with like, NBA Young Boy. NBA Young Boy gonna be playing in the background. <laughs> and like we listen to the top, getting top, it's all good. It's just it's what we do, it's just how we rock them. Hey. <laughs> I think that um I Spotify Spotify. If you are listening uh, to us and you understand that, listen, we will take that deal. If you still have it on the table, but not only will we take that deal, uh, we're willing to uh, um, be more, um, I guess, uh, uh, negotiable in in how we interact with our deals. I mean, listen, we're not as famous as Joe Budden, right? So, you know, but we have content. I mean, just look at our shit. Please pick us up. Please. We trying to get paid. We all want to quit. We trying to get some top. Some top from you. Spotify. Spotify, we want top. YouTube. And YouTube, we want top, too. We want some top. We want top. We want, we want top. I mean, we want top on top of our top. We want the top. We want the top at the top. If we don't get top to the top, if we not the top is top of the tops, then we don't want We don't want to, we don't want to talk. Exactly. We want, the, we want the top while we're at the top. What's the top to WAP ratio, though? <laughs> the top to WAP ratio? It's about four to one. Why are you throwing in word problems, Chris? Because I mean, because listen, the more WAP you get, the less top you need. But but the, the, the less but WAP the top, you get, the, the, the top it feels like the WAP when you get the top. That feels like WAP. Yeah, see, no, never. It never felt. You like never that had thing. no top that felt like no WAP. I can't talk about it on camera. <laughs> I mean, you got three kids, so <laughs> you say it's all you need to say, maybe. <laughs> 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 
said. <laughs> look. Can't seem to. Hey, look. So it looks like on camera we can say the wipeout piece at the top, but I tell you what. I'd have had some tin knot, and I ain't got no kids. So the tin knot, the tin knot got the mm, shit beat. If you, if if if, if you, you the same, if you can I can't get, tell the difference. If your if your females could get pregnant from the mouth, then maybe I would have, have a whole lot of mouth babies. Sixteen babies, three, sixteen today, one and a half. I'm getting some top right now. I don't give a fuck. Where? Right now? I'm not gonna look. <laughs> I'm gonna look. I was doing freaky ass shit behind the some some podcast. Absolutely fucking insane. Um, you know, so let let us be, let us this be a lesson to us that we all under, we need to understand what negotiating contracts are like and what this podcasting is different. It's new. It's actually to the table. seem like the theme, right? When we step up to the table, From the when we ready to the whole podcasting thing, all it's of that all shit. about negotiating contracts. When life is good. We're just like, yeah, cool. I'm just happy to be here. Sign whatever the fuck you want. But right. the truth is, man, you know, if you're worth more, you should ask for more off. Anybody that, uh, listen, let this be a rule of thumb. Anybody that comes to you that wants to offer you money for something that you have. Negotiate. Negotiate. Because it's worth a whole lot more. Negotiate. Nobody's going to nobody's you, gonna come to you. They want you. You're worth more than them. There you go. I mean, not worth more than them. But you understand what I'm trying to tell you. Right. And I'm not saying I know, because I don't know. Joe Budden's been around a long I, time. A lot from Joe, listening wrong. to Joe Budden over yeah. the years, I've learned a lot from him when it comes to negotiating contracts and when it comes to actually being no, he, ahead he of He probably shit. did the right thing. Because the truth is, a lot of people down Joe he Budden. He more money, probably. Yeah. He's, look, a, shit. a lot of people talk shit about Joe Budden, but the truth is... He's been like, fucked so many times that he actually gets yeah. what it is to actually like negotiate and actually like be in charge of his own shit and to be the head of his own shit and, and not have anybody control it. If you're smaller on the scale, owning your own shit, ten, nine times out of ten, you make more money anyway. So it doesn't matter. So that wraps up another week of the Some Some Podcast. Um, it has been an eventful week. A lot of shit that we had to discuss and get off our chest to make sure that, you know, you guys are aware of what the fuck going on. Uh, please like, comment, share, and subscribe to the Some Some Podcast. Make sure your friends and friends of friends know what's going on to let them become somebody's. Hopefully they can win a $100 Visa gift card, just like our last week's winner. Uh, so hopefully you'll be next up to be able to get some free money from us and thank you again we definitely appreciate you coming out rest in peace again to mr uh black panther chadwick boseman um we appreciate you uh for all that you've done while you had while you were blessing uh yourself with uh your presence and and your your talents on this earth we definitely appreciate you um you know shit i mean it's nothing not a lot i can say in regards to that, man, this is about as much. Do you got anything that we need to wrap up with? Something we can... Actually, no. I think that's about it. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, again, wash your hands. Wash your hands, wash your ass. And get some top. Please you... excuse me. I'm just getting a talk. <laughs> Please excuse us while we get some top. All right, you good now. We good. All right, we done. Ready some... Huh? Huh? Well, who are you talking to? <laughs> you talking to your... No, I'm just... Oh, this nigga wild. No, I was just... You talked to the bitch on the head. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> no, it's fine. Not like you're not sucking your dick, too. We out, peace out, motherfucker. I always thought I had a lot of wisdom. Born with common sense, I like to listen. Yeah. Trying to get an edge on competition. Throwing up a shot for the win, I won't break it. I pledge allegiance only to myself. And most of life is overcoming hands you've been dealt. It's such a soap opera as the world is always turning. Enlightened creatures keep our minds open. Fuck the floor. 